What's up, Playlisters? Brian from Playlist Wars here. Just want to let you know that while this show is on hiatus, both Gomez and I have separate shows that are part of the Playlist Wars extended universe, if you will. Gomez has the Sleevy G Show, which you can find at SleevyGPodcasts.com. And I have a new show entitled My Weekly Mixtape, which you can find over at MyWeeklyMixtape.com. Both shows are also available on all podcast platforms just by searching Sleevy G Show or My Weekly Mixtape. And Playlist Wars will be back soon. Thank you guys so much for your continued support of the show. Hey, this is John Laurie of Tantric, and you're listening to Playlist Wars. Let the battle begin. Welcome to Playlist Wars, everybody. I'm part of the dynamic duo. My name is Gomez, and I have my partner in crime, Brian Colburn, with our special guest, Matt from X Radio X Podcast. What's going on, everybody? What's up? What's up? What's up, guys? I think this is going to be so fun. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling we are going to have a really, really, really good time with this one. And you know how I could tell that, Matt? How's that? When you're planning for an episode and yeah. you're painstakingly taking hours shifting songs around and questioning right. every decision you make for all 10 tracks, yes. you know it's going to be a fun episode. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's true. And I did that for weeks and weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This has been one that I've been trying to build up all across the holidays as we were leading up to this recording. God, I was done way before the holidays. <laughs> and oh, you good. haven't thought about it since? No. Wow. Except for this morning. I already made my and changes. This afternoon. <laughs> and, and, and this morning in this. And no, actually, yeah, I made my last second change because <laughs> See? I had 11. Mm-hmm. I had 11. I'm okay. not going to lie. I had 11 and I had to drop one of them. Sure. So I went with the 10 weirdest and coolest songs I think would be a winner. All right. I went from 270 to 269 <laughs> about a minute ago. <laughs> and I'm going to figure it out as and, we go. And ladies and gentlemen, that is Brian's playlist wars playlist on his ipod (laughs) (laughs) so matt you joined us for our punk and ska cover songs episode which a lot of people like i'd love to know before we get started how would you compare crafting the punk and ska covers playlist versus the hard rock cover songs playlist that you've assembled tonight okay so the punk and ska covers playlist was super fun but it was very, I don't want to say easy because there were a lot of punk and ska songs that were covers that I love, but it was very specific as far as genre. And this hard rock covers has been a, a fun nightmare, frankly. <laughs> That's a hashtag right there. Fun yeah. nightmare. <laughs> yeah. It made me question everything about every song. Like, what is this? Is this artist hard rock? Is this song hard rock? Is anything, anything? And I was just like, I had, like you said, I had a list of maybe probably not 200 and some, but I had a list of easily 70 to 80 songs. And I finally just said, okay, everything that doesn't rock, I have to just move to the bottom and then whatever rises up into the top 15 or so, I'll just pick from those. And so that's kind of what I did. It was hard though. Putting the hard in hard rock. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, <Jesus>. Anyway, before <laughs> we get down to business, we also like to send a huge welcome to all of our new Patreon subscribers. If you're listening and you'd like to support the show and become a member, it's really easy. Head over to patreon.com slash playlist wars and just pick the tier that works best for you. 
Tonight, our format, like always, is really simple. Our topic, hard rock cover songs, and we've each individually created a playlist with our top 10 favorites, none of which have been shared between the three of us prior till now. Throughout the episode, we'll each reveal our track ones through track tens one by one and craft what we each feel is the perfect hard rock covers playlist. Now, since this is a topic themed episode, if a band or artist comes up in a pick, even if you didn't pick that particular song, that would be the time to bring up your pick by that artist. So we might not see song crossovers or trifectas, but there's a chance we might have some of the same bands here. And who knows, the same song has been done many a times by many different artists, so we might even have song crossovers in this episode. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I have a feeling. After the episode, we turn it over to the ones that really matter, the Playlister family, to vote at PlaylistWarsPodcast.com and decide once and for all which one of us got it right. Also at PlaylistWarsPodcast.com, you can listen to each one of our individual playlists just in case you want to quote-unquote hear where we're coming from with our choices and then later on in the show we'll each choose our one honorable mention song of the night which has to be a song someone else picked so now it's time to get under the covers (laughs) thank you bad bad dad joke tonight (laughs) i think that's your top one right there now (laughs) it was short and sweet right to the point nice (laughs) matt why don't you kick us off with your track one Okay, so my track one, uh, so I was thinking about hard rock bands, and the trouble is that there are a lot of hard rock bands that cover songs and they're not really rocking anymore, or they take a cover that's not a rock song, and so I was trying to focus on rocking songs covered by hard rock bands, so this is what my list is. The first one is a band that has done several really cool covers. I love this song because A, the cowbell, I love the pun of the name, and it is a solid remake of a rocking tune by a band that it's probably not their most popular cover, but it is from The Spaghetti Incident. It's Guns N' Roses' Hair of the Dog by Nazareth. It's such a fun song, and the cowbell and just the the name of the song, I just get a kick out of, and I liked the Nazareth version, but Guns N' Roses, it's just like a, it's like a song built for them, and so it's just, it really flows and it rocks, and so that's that's my track one. Yeah, that's a great one, dude. I mean, look, the spaghetti incident is really hit or miss for me. Really mm-hmm. hit or miss. Yeah. I could have chosen Attitude from that album that Duff sang, which was the Misfits cover, or yeah. Hair of the Dog. I actually didn't go with any Guns N' Roses in my list, and that was a tough call for me to make Yeah, because I love their cover of Attitude by the Misfits, and that one just slid beneath the surface. Good song. It didn't make my list, though, but it's a great song. Britney Fox does a really good version of Hair yes. of the Dog as well. Yeah. So yeah. I, I love the song. I love the pick. And sadly, it didn't make my list either. But that's a great way to kick things off tonight. Definitely. Thanks. And I do want to give a shout out to Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast, who chimed in with another Guns N' Roses song, Live and Let Die, as well as Eric on Twitter, Time to Get Ill, chimed in with their cover of Sympathy for the Devil. Gomez, track one, man. So I, uh, let's see, track one. Let's have a little fun. (laughs) I actually went with a band that I truly liked in the late 90s, early 2000s. And it was one of my favorite songs when I first heard them come out. And it was Limp Bizkit's Faith. I mean, it was written by George Michael. It was on their 97 album, $3 Bill, Y'all. And it was just one of those tunes, man. Just hearing the opening of guitar 
and all you hear him singing is like what it would be nice and the way he does does it but then he gets into it you know what i mean and he just goes it just rocks it out so track one limbiscuit faith i love the song so much that it was on my playlist until about an hour ago whoa Ooh. i really i'm not gonna lie i don't a, a lot of people it's fun to hate on limp biscuit yeah. And and people really like to kind of attack Limp Biscuit as if like they're the poster child for new metal. And sometimes music just needs to be fun. And Limp Biscuit is a fun band. I've seen them live. They're yeah. fun. Yeah. This cover is fun. The original is fantastic. And yeah. they made it their own. It was punky. It was heavy. It was fast. It got you pumped up. And I'm sorry, if you were at a Limp Biscuit concert and they broke this out, the pit went insane oh for sure it's it's just a perfect cover i love it and already because it was in my list that could be in the running for my honorable mention right from the get-go but it did not make the final 10 right now matt well i'm a huge george michael fan and i do like their cover of faith it's a good song i was trying when i was making my list i had a bunch of like rap rock and things like that that were in there and i was trying to I wasn't sure if I was on the right track, so I took Limp Biscuit out of the running. So it is not on my list, but it's a great song. It's a good choice. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So we're going to go with my track one now. And this is going to be my earliest cover song that I'm using on my list because I, I kind of span several decades. Mm-hmm. And this is the one time I'm going to dip into the 1970s, which you would think, oh, a hard rock, late 70s. And I'm sorry, but we did a whole episode on them because they're one of the best hard rock bands of all time. I'm going with 1978, Van Halen 1, You Really Got Me. (laughs) That riff kicks in, you're on board. This is introducing the world to Van Halen. Believe it or not, this song did not make my list on our Van Halen episode that featured Rob from the Great Song Podcast. However. Somebody on the show talked about it. So if you want to hear that, you can go back to the Van Halen episode and hear someone's commentary on the song. But look, it was originally performed by the Kinks in 1964 on their debut album. This is the type of song, when you hear it, you know the band made it their own. The Kinks version is fantastic. Van Halen's version is fantasticer. <laughs> I don't think that's a word, dude. <laughs> I made it one. Hashtag fun nightmare. Hashtag fantasticer. Perfect. And I want to give a shout out to Patreon playlister Tim McKay, as well as our Twitter friend A.E. Smith, who also chimed in with this one. And while they did not choose You Really Got Me, Patreon playlister David Lee Smith chimed in with their cover of Ice Cream Man. And our Twitter friend Jason Skull chimed in with their cover of Won't Get Fooled Again. So a lot of Van Halen love here tonight, but my cover, Van Halen, you really got me. It did not make my list at home. But someone talked about it in episode 32, though. (laughs) Yeah, somebody did. Somebody did. I'm not mentioning names, though. I know who it was. Matt? I really, really like that cover a lot, especially in the middle where the Dave and Eddie take turns making dolphin noises with like <laughs> the guitar. Like, you know, the part I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. I love that song. It was my track four. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got a crossover. I'm, I'm surprised because 
again, when you're dealing with a genre like hard rock, there's thousands upon thousands upon thousands of cover right. songs. So even the rare crossover here is going to be big. So I love it. Very yeah. cool. All right, Matt. Well, then we're back to you for your track two now. Okay. So uh, this track is more current. It is a little edgier, a little more, I don't know if you would call it new metal. It is a band that I'm not actually a huge fan of, but in this case, I just really appreciated all of the cover choices that they made in their career. I mean, they've covered Tears for Fears, U2, The Who, Simon and Garfunkel. It's from the 10,000 Fist album from 2005, Disturbed's Land of Confusion, the Genesis cover. Such a good song. I've loved the original from the moment it came out with that weird uh, spinning image video and, and disturbed just did it justice. Like they really, like you said, take, took ownership of the, of the sound and gave it a little bit more edge and it, it rocks. So their style fits that sense of anger and helpless rage that the original had. And so it, it makes me appreciate that. And again, like I said, I'm intrigued by bands that make interesting cover choices. And so that's why that is my track too. Awesome. Awesome pick. You know why? Why? It's on my list. <laughs> Closed it out, actually. Really? I, yes. First of all, I'm a huge Disturbed fan. Yeah. Love their music. Love all their albums. Land of Confusion was probably one of my most favorite songs growing up from Genesis. Mm-hmm. And one of the weirdest videos I've ever seen yeah. <laughs> with Ronnie Reagan pressing the nuke button. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just all the puppets. But the way they did it, though, Phil Collins and the guys, it was just one of the craziest, best videos. But Disturbed came out with the heaviest version of it and fell in love with it. ASAP, best yeah. song, best everything about this. Disturbed, Land of Confusion, closes out my track list number 10. Nice. Wow. Now, I just want to reiterate, we do not share our playlists in advance. Oh, boy. We have a trifecta, gentlemen. <laughs> nice. Disturbed, incredible, Land frankly. of Confusion is my track nine. <laughs> Wow. Oh my god, we always <laughs> flip-flop you and me. Dude, I assumed that I was going off on a tangent here. I was guessing if any disturbed song was going to come up tonight, it was going to be the sound of silence because of the viral video. No. Even my parents, yeah, even one. my parents love that cover. Yeah. However, to be able to pull off the half 80s pop, half prog Genesis tune isn't easy. <laughs> and you need to be technically proficient to do that. Disturb showed that in exactly. this song. David's vocals are perfect, yeah. and he pays homage to the song, but also bringing his oomph to it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's wow. just a perfect cover. It just works. I love it. It's my favorite Disturbed cover. And I want to give a shout-out on Twitter to Zach Deuce, who chimed in with this one, along with the F and Cultured podcast and F My Work Life podcast, who chimed in with the cover of Sound of Silence. Also, no denying the Sound of Silence. Awesome cover, but folks, we have a trifecta on a song. Amazing. Amazing. a topic episode. This is pretty huge. (laughs) But I'll be honest with you, one of the songs I did draw from Disturbed was Shout 2000. That's great, too. Shout 2000 was another great song, but Land of Confusion just edged it out because it felt like it had more of a heavier tune than Shout. I agree. And I think that Land of Confusion to me is it's so fun. Like it rocks it, whether you're into 
disturbed or not. It's such a great tune that just kind of pulls you in. Like they've done, they did, you know, like I said, Tears for Fears. They did Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For by U2, Baba O'Reilly, Sound of Silence that everyone's heard. But I think that something about this one just is, it. like you said, it's perfect. It's perfect. Yep. And there we have it, folks. We got a trifecta tonight. Amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, Gomez, let's keep this going. Let's get a few more of these tonight. Track two. Track two. I'm going to go back to the 80s, man. You know, love my era, but I think this is where the first rock hip hop started. Mm. And I'm going with Run DMC and Aerosmith would walk this way. Truly a masterpiece of the rock rap era. And probably one of the best covers, too. Having Run DMC with Aerosmith was an unbelievable pairing. Whoever thought it would work? Yeah. First of all, one of the best videos, you see it with the big-ass Adidas, (laughs) their hats, the gold chains, and Aerosmith is playing their rock song, and boom. What what does Steven Tyler do? Break through a wall and screams, walk this way. (laughs) Truly an amazing song. So track two, Aerosmith, Run DMC, Walk This Way. I believe we have a couple of people who shouted out on that one, didn't we, Brian? Oh, definitely. There's some guy, Matt, maybe you know him. He's called Jace. He chimed in. <laughs> yes, with... Jace the Ace. Jace the Ace. Have you heard of this gentleman? I, I, I think we've, yeah, we've passed in Twitter once or twice, I think. Once I or twice, yeah. And he <laughs> chimed in with this one. So there nice. we go. Aerosmith and Run DMC. Now, I'm just going to say this. I have Aerosmith on my list, mm-hmm. but I don't have that cover. So just in case, Matt, do you have Aerosmith and Run DMC on your list? Well, gentlemen, I do not have Aerosmith and Run DMC, but I also have Aerosmith. Oh, all right. (laughs) So let's just get into this conversation. Let's let's go down this rabbit hole now because we're having a band trifecta. Holy, this might be a short episode tonight. (laughs) All right. I didn't go with Walk This Way. I loved Walk This Way. The only reason I didn't was because the original artist was part of it. And I used that as just, I needed to find any excuse to pull a song out. So that was my only excuse. I love the version. I actually love it more than Aerosmith's original. Not going to lie. But for my Aerosmith cover, I'm going back to the 1987 soundtrack to Less Than Zero. And I'm going with the song that was originally recorded by Huey Piano Smith in 1957, but made more famous by Johnny Rivers. On the 1972 album, L.A. Reggae, I'm going with Rockin' Pneumonia and the Boogie Woogie Flu. Wow. I forgot about that song. It is so good. That's a deep cut. Yeah, it is. That's a deep one. Look, I I have to go deep on (laughs) This was, when I got the Less Than Zero soundtrack, I damn near broke it on cassette, playing it over and over again. A lot of great covers on there. You had Slayer doing In Agata DeVita, Poison doing Rock and Roll All Night. So many great songs, but this one opened up the album. The original was one of my favorite songs as a child. My parents had the Johnny Rivers album. And the original is this upbeat ditty piano. It's very tinkly, very happy, very fun. And for Mm -hmm. a three-year-old, it's a perfect, you know, (laughs) children's song of the 70s. Sure. But when Mm -hmm. Aerosmith brings this dirty blue shuffle to it, yeah, it just grabs your attention. Like, what are they doing to it? It's like quarter speed but it works and then at the end of the song they just amp it up and jam it out like they're four guys in a room just plugged in turned up to 10 and rocking the song out it's awesome i absolutely love it 
And yeah, it's a little bit of a deep cut, but friggin' it's Aerosmith. I love them. And I want to give a shout out on Twitter to Steve Matros, who chimed in with Aerosmith's cover of Come Together, which was also awesome. Oh, that and the is reason I said that is because I'm wondering if maybe that is your pick, Matt. It is not. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. It's also a good one. It's a good Come Together is a really good cover, but I did not choose that song, actually. So for my track six, I had Aerosmith, and it is a cover from the Night in the Ruts album. It is a cover of a girl group from 1964, the Shangri-Las Remember, Walking in the Sand. Ooh, yeah. I just love the original. I love what Aerosmith did to it. It seems like it it shouldn't work because you take a band like Aerosmith and you say, do this doo-wop girl group song, and... They own it. It's so fun. They had a hit with it. Shangri-Las went somewhere in the top five. It's one of two Shangri-Las covers by like heavy rock bands, which I think is kind of funny. But I think that they did such a good job with with that song. So that's what I chose for my track six. Aerosmith, Remember, Walking in the Sand. Wow. I love I love that version. And that's kind of a little bit of an underrated Aerosmith album. That was when they were having issues with, yeah. the, you know, band members and. It wasn't the Aerosmith that we all know and love, but that's a great cover. I love that song. one. And just like that, we have a full song trifecta <laughs> and a band trifecta. It's crazy. That's nuts already. <laughs> right? All the, right. Brian, you're track right. two, I think. <laughs> right, I'm up to track two here. I'm going back to 2011 here, and I'm going with a hard rock band that kind of came on the scene a few years earlier. and They've put out several cover EPs over the years, and this band is one of my favorite live hard rock bands of the 2000s. Lizzie Hale is one of the best female singers mm. on the planet. <laughs> and they opened up their 2011 reanimate EP with a cover of Skid Row's Slave to the Grind, the title track from their 1991 album. If you are going to cover a Skid Row song, you need to have some balls to your voice oh yeah and i mean it like the yeah. sebastian bach vocals of the 90s were otherworldly and lizzie hale does it with ease and this song is a faithful rendition to skid row's original it's not really far removed but again this could be lizzie's best vocal performance ever because if you screw these vocals up the cover is a dud and yeah. that doesn't happen here hailstorm can rock out with the best of them and I know this is kind of a deep cut as well, but I want to give a shout out on Twitter to Zach Deuce, who also chimed in with this very song, my track two, Hailstorm, Slave to the Grind. Nice. Well, Brian, I did not choose this song, but I do have another Hailstorm cover. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> and it's my number nine, actually. It is Hailstorm, Shoot the Thrill from ACDC. And nice. yeah, let me tell you. I heard this a few weeks ago. I was like, wow, wait a minute. Who the hell is singing this song? I didn't, I, it was on, you know what? I put cover songs, hard rock cover songs on Spotify. And I'm hearing Shoot the Thrill. I'm like, wait a minute. Who is this? And I was stunned. It was Hailstorm. And Lizzie Hale's vocals to the song was just unreal. Loved it. So Hailstorm, Shoot the Thrill, track nine for me. Do we have another band trifecta, Matt? 
We do not. Oh, <laughs> sorry, guys. Damn it. I, All right, I'm I, going I, home. I'm done. I, oh, it was All fun. All right. <laughs> Thanks for having me. (laughs) My buddy. (laughs) I do like Hailstorm a lot. And it was, um, Slaves of the Grime was, was on my long list as I, before I started whittling things away, it's an awesome song. Um, but I did not end up with Hailstorm on my final 10. All right. Well, we are back to you now for track three. Okay. So my track three is another band that has done several different covers to varying degrees of success. This one actually, I think, scored them a Grammy in 1999 or eight, somewhere around there. It is a cover of a traditional folk song. It's Metallica, Whiskey in the Jar from Garage Inc. Great, great song. It's so fun. I mean, it was hard to choose. I knew I wanted to have Metallica on my list and they do so many different covers. I mean, just on, on that album, but they do so many different covers that are just interesting and, and sort of off brand, I guess, but whiskey in the jar rocks. It's so fun. The fact that it was, I mean, they covered the thin Lizzie version, but the fact that it started out like a, an Irish traditional folk tune. I mean, I've heard Burl Ives do this song. <laughs> and so to hear those juxtaposition of what it was to what it became and that it just kicks you in the teeth and it's so fun. And I don't even understand everything that they're saying in the song and I just love it to death. So Metallica whiskey in the jar. A a great song. I I truly do love Metallica and this song was so awesome. I believe in my episode one, I had it on my list. Didn't I, Brian? You did Gomez. I was, if you didn't mention it, I was going to, no, no, but that's why now we're talking 40 some odd episodes ago to remember that one. (laughs) I highly talked about it. Truly a great song. So check it out. If you've not checked us out, episode one Metallica for me, for us. All right. Did it make your list tonight? No, it didn't make my list. Unfortunately. Okay. It might be one of my honorable mentions right now. I would not be surprised about that. All right. Remember back to episode one. Well, again, Metallica for me, I was trying to find any excuse of how I could whittle it down. And because they're not called Hard Rockica, I was able to say, oh, <laughs> that's true. I, I said, oh, well, Metallica is Hard Rockica. Hard Rockica. <laughs> hashtag, what was it? Fun Nightmare. Hashtag, <laughs> what was the other one? I forgot the third oh one. Fantasticer. Hashtag yeah, Fantasticer. Fantastic. Yes, Fantasticer, Hard Rockica. <laughs> You know what? I'm not even going to bother. I'm just going to go with fun nightmare. That was the only way I could whittle the list down. And I just went, okay, well, Metallica would be if we ever did metal covers, I would obviously be using Metallica. So I'll save that for a metals cover episode. Interesting. Regardless, I love the pick, but it did not make my list for semantic reasons. Like I just was (laughs) like, there's no really good reason not to include them. But the hard Rockica was the only thing I could come up with. It would be a good idea for them for a spinoff, though. Sure. Wouldn't it? I would agree. Truly would. Want to give a shout out once again to your co-host, Jace the Ace, who chimed in with Metallica's So What? Chris Hollister and Zach Deuce, who chimed in with Stone Cold Crazy, and the Effin Cultured podcast, who chimed in with Turn the Page, all on Twitter. Metallica has so many. We could do an entire episode on Metallica cover songs. Love it, love it, love it. Gomez. <laughs> Yes. Track three. Wow, we're back to me on track three. All right. So people know me as the music mainstreamer. You know, I'm not a music nerd like Brian. Big time. He knows everything. 
So I went with something. People are going to be surprised. And I'm, I was kind of surprised myself. So track three, I went with an old, old tune by Chuck Berry. Johnny Be Good. Sung by, ready for this one? Judas Priest. Mm. <laughs> See, I knew I was going to get a reaction out of Brian. <laughs> no, because I, I remember the movie. And I yeah. just, I remember the movie with. Uh, <laughs> Anthony Michael Hall. Anthony and Michael Eric, Hall. And, yeah. uh, and uh, Robert Downey Jr. And yes. it was Uma Thurman's first movie. Wow. So, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm a, when it comes to this, I'm a movie nerd. Yeah. <laughs> so I heard this song and I'm like, you gotta be me. <laughs> it's Judas Priest singing Johnny Be Good in this heavy metal rock song. And it just works somehow. I don't know how, but it did. And it's just a great tune. It doesn't remind me of Chuck Berry's version, but it was a great song. So track three, Judas Priest, Johnny Be Good. And homage to the Johnny B. Good movie with Anthony Michael Hall, Robert Downey Jr., and Uma Thurman in that movie. And I forgot the principal's name from Breakfast Club. I forgot Vern. I know his first name was Vern, Mr. Vernon. Oh. Yeah, I don't was, remember either. Yeah, don't um, give me any uh, movie trivia. Yeah, either. you only watched one movie in 2000. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it did not make my list, but I applaud that pick. I'll be curious to hear what other Judas Priest fans think, because we got some Judas Priest chime-ins. Yes, I know. Dave at the Beer in Front podcast chimed in with Diamonds and Rust. And on Twitter, Steve Matros chimed in with the Green Manalishi with the two-prong crown, which was the former Fleetwood Mac song. Mm -hmm. That Fleetwood Mac song almost made my Fleetwood Mac list several weeks ago when we did that episode. So great tunes. Uh, Unfortunately... Judas Priest did not make my list, but I personally applaud the cover. I'll be curious what other Judas Priest fans think of that pick, though. Yeah, I, I, who knows? I might get a little bashing on that one. But I don't you know, know if it would be bashing, but it's definitely a polarizing cover because I have seen people either love it or hate it. So I'll be, yeah. I'll be curious to hear where they go with that. Yep. I am also curious what the Judas Priest fans will say because I had Judas Priest for my track nine. Oh, which Ooh. is that? Which one it was that? It was actually the Green Manalishi with the two-prong crown. <laughs> nice. <laughs> this is great. I love it. <laughs> it's such a good song. I just and, and I like the Fleetwood Mac version, but there's they give it that little bit of it's edgier, it's more menacing. It's definitely a priest song. Like you hear it and you're like, oh yeah, they're not trying to be Fleetwood Mac. They're doing their thing, but it's such a good cover. And I love it. So, I mean, I think it's an accessible song. I think that anyone who tunes into that one is like, oh, okay, Judas Priest, I could rock out with this. And so I definitely included that in there. And and I'm also curious what the Judas Priest fans would think. I don't know if you would call that heavy metal. It's rocking. So I called it hard rock. <laughs> well, they're not. Yeah, I, was, I can't even do a hard rock Judas Priest name mashup. I, I, I didn't have. <laughs> you just can't. It just didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I took the proverbial playlist was axed to that trifecta, and Matt took one to Hailstorm. So, man, Mm. tons of crossovers tonight. I can't believe this. I'm having this has been a fun, fun, cool episode. And what we only gone through? We haven't even finished track three yet, but the board is closing up quickly for those of you that are filling it in at home. So we're going to move on to my track three here. This song was originally released as a free single which was shipped out with an early release of this band's VHS home video. 
Back when VHS tapes, kids, kids, VHS tapes were these big (laughs) bulky tapes that you would record shows on and you could buy them in stores. And if the tab was popped out, you'd have to put a piece of tape over it so you could record over whatever the crappy movie you didn't want to watch. Or or someone recorded over one of your favorite football games and Uh. didn't realize it. Or you just recorded over daddy's porno. Oh. But regardless, the song. <laughs> Try to just move right past that. Wait, is that the name of a metal band? <laughs> That's porno. <laughs> oh god, we're losing control of playlist wars once again. <laughs> All right. Well, the song was later included on their 2000 covers LP entitled "Renegades." I'm going with "Rage Against the Machine," the ghost of Tom Jode. Oh man. True. Wow. <laughs> Originally performed by Bruce Springsteen in 1995 as the title track from the album of the same name. If you play the Bruce Springsteen song followed by the Rage Against the Machine song, you truly think you're listening to two different songs. Oh, yeah. They oh, yeah. don't even sound anything like each other. It's a complete reimagining. Mm-hmm. Flip the song on its ear. And I would have to think that this song played at least a small role in Tom Morello becoming a part of the East Street Band for Bruce's High Hopes album and tour. Mm. And I felt like if it even played an iota of that story, it was worthy of making my list. And the cover song just kicks ass. Yeah. So Rage Against the Machine, track three, goes to Tom Jode. Wow. That was one of two songs that almost made my list. It was bouncing back in and out of the top 10 so many times. And because I wasn't sure how to genreify that band, I was like, oh, I'm going to play it safe. But that song is so awesome. It was definitely up there for me. And I just I couldn't I couldn't put it in the top 10. But it's a great song. Gomez? I did not make my list either. Great, great song. It just did not crack my top 20, though. All right. All right. Well, Matt, moving on to track four, you had Van Halen's You Really Got Me. Yep. Gomez. So, again, as usual, I love pulling songs from the 80s. This was another cover by our wonderful artist of George Michael. Mm. Covered by Seether in their Feeding Beauty Negative Spaces reissued album in, I think, was 2009. And I went with Careless Whisper. I think they did this song justice. Probably one of the better covers, I think, of this song. Granted, we don't hear the saxophone playing in the background, but you hear the <laughs> awesome guitar riffs, the bass, the drums, everything about it. It was just a true, awesome, hard cover song, and it did it justice. So for me, track four, Seether, Careless Whisper. Well, I'll be talking about a saxophone later in my playlist, but it's not the saxophone from Seether's Careless Whisper. No, it's the saxophone <laughs> from Kenny G. <laughs> and if it is... If, if if somebody did do a hard rocking version of a Kenny G playlist, I think it should be a trifecta for us. Yeah. But, yeah. But alas, it's not. I do like the cover. It didn't make my list, but that is a that was a very popular song for a hot spell there in the in the uh, nineteen eighty four. So no, 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 no I'm yeah, talking no, about no. Seether's version. Oh, okay. Yes, I'm yeah. sorry. Obviously, the original by all means. <laughs> <Matt>? <laughs> I love the original. Uh, I think for the cover though, I just needed to hear that saxophone. It did not make my list. All right. I needed more sacks. <laughs> One time I didn't want more sacks. <laughs> the show's getting sacks. <laughs> Hashtag sacks. Oh, God. All right. Moving on to my track four. 
There are songs that my daughter, producer Allie, for listeners of the show, are a fan of. And I hear them endlessly every day when I'm driving the girls to school. Every now and then, one of those songs will be covered by a hard rock band and will capture my attention. And this is one of the, those covers. And the reason I chose it is for, because when I played it for her, she became a fan of this version more than the original, mm. which, as far as I'm concerned, sold. We're able to bond over music that the original, eh, not really my favorite, but Bullet for My Valentine covering Imagine Dragons 2012 hit Radioactive. Oh, that's a good one. That is they a good did one. Such a kick-ass version of the song. When you go back and listen to the poppy version of Imagine Dragons, I get why people like it as a hit. I don't hate that version. Yeah. But Bullet for My Valentine's version, once those guitars kick in, you're like, now this is what I'm talking about. It's a good And song. the fact that I was able to convert a child into the rock world with a song that we can bond over had to make my top 10. So Bullet for My Valentine, Radioactive. Awesome, awesome song. Did not make my list, but truly a great pick, though, Brian. It did not make my list either, but yes, very good cover. I think they did a, a really good job of putting their own stamp on it, but still keeping that tone and the melody and everything. It was a, it's a great song, but it did not make my list. All right. We are closing out side A of this playlist now, Matt, with your track five. Okay, so my track five is a cover of a band that I love. And sometimes that's dangerous territory. When you love an artist, if someone covers it, you sometimes think, oh, I'm not going to be a fan because you're kind of ruining my thing. This artist gave it a bit more edge, kicked up the tempo a little bit in between verses. So I consider it a, a hard rock song. It is one of her biggest hits. It is from 1981, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts with Crimson and Clover, the Tommy James and the Shondells cover. That's a good pick. Uh, for me, it's a little bit of a deep cut, but it's a great one. <laughs> I just love the song. I mean, I think that it's, first off, anyone getting exposed to Tommy James and the Shondells music, I think is a good thing because their their repertoire is just fantastic. They just have a lot of really solid music. Joan Jett is amazing. So the things I like about it, she kept that sort of plaintive wail of the of the verses and then when they kick into the in the in between for the choruses and stuff it's just it's just a really cool edge to it she's done a bunch of different covers but i think that is my favorite not only because i love tommy james but because it's just a really really good song crimson and clover so that was my top five or number five i love joan jett she was like my first female rocker her and pat benatar were like yeah. the two that really introduced me to really good female rock music. I had I Love Rock and Roll going in and out of my playlist. But good. when I listened to the original, her version wasn't too far removed from the original, enough right. where I was like, ah, I, I think I could find a gray area, which was, again, I needed to find any reason to pull a song out. <laughs> You're right about her version of Crimson and Clover, but then I could have easily went and pulled her cover of Dirty Deeds, sure. Love Hurts, mm -hmm. Tush. Tush let it bleed which if you have the japanese edition of the hit list which i do she does a really cool cover of the rolling stones let it bleed those were all in contention 
Yeah. And I just had a hard time. She didn't make my cut, but I love that pick. I love Joan Jett. She's amazing. Cool. As do others, we had John Gross on Twitter who chimed in with her cover of Do You Want to Touch? Another great one. All right, Gomez, track five. Ooh, track five. So I gotta I'm gonna admit something right now. I actually had to change my track five right now. What? Yes. I dropped again. I I actually had to do the Gomez. You know why? I originally used my track five against Matt in episode 28 for the Battle of Punk and Scott, not realizing it. And I will explain what song that was after I announce what I picked. I already know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you should know. I went against you on this one and Brian. (laughs) I went with Five Five Finger Death Punch, Bad Company. Ah. I actually do love this song. Originally sung by Bad Company, I think it was back in 1974, their debut album. I felt like they did this song awesome, awesome justice. It was great, hard. You could sing, you could mosh pit it, whatever you want to do with this song. You could do it. It's just a great tune. So the song I dropped 30 seconds ago <laughs> was actually on my episode 28 Track four, I was going to go with Dropkick Murphy's uh, Fortunate Son. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> but I, at the last second, I changed not realizing it was on episode 28, and I went against you with this one already. Yeah. And it didn't win me any points. So might as well change it up and really oh, get it in there. strategizing. Yes. Last minute strategizing. <laughs> so I got to thank uh, Patreon DR Owens 901 He was in for Five Finger Dutch Punch, Bad Company. And I believe I do have a Twitter. I think it was uh, Pete in New Jersey. He also put that in there. So I want to thank you guys again, you know, for chiming in on what your favorite songs are. So again, track five, five finger death punch, bad company. They have a ton of covers. Some of them really work for me like this one. Mm -hmm. And then ones that they did, like mama said, knock you out or no, (laughs) their, their version of house of the rising sun. Actually, I thought that was not Uh, bad. It wasn't bad. uh, It wasn't like, Oh my God, I got to hear it every day. And then they did the cover of Blue on Black, which I obviously prefer the Kenny Wayne Shepherd version of. This is my favorite Five Finger Death Punch cover. <laughs> if I was going to pick one, this would have been it. This is in contention for my honorable mention right now, just because Bad Company is my favorite Bad Company song. And when my wife and I were on our honeymoon and we saw Queen with Paul Rogers, they played this and it was one of the highlights of the concert. Oh, cool. Me. So I do. Love that song. Unfortunately, did not make my list. Matt? Uh, there are no amount of fingers death punching on my list, but it's a, <laughs> it's a good song. It just did not make my list. Strategy. All right. <laughs> Diabolical. Big time. <laughs> Track five for me. What's going I on? I talked Ripper? about this song on our Fleetwood Mac episode. Mm-hmm. No, it's not the Green Mental issue. <laughs> okay. I was about to say. All right. Yeah. No, no, no. If you are going to bring some heft to an already hefty Fleetwood Mac track, you need to maintain the Fleetwood Mac harmonies. And one of my choices on our Fleetwood Mac episode was The Chain. Mm -hmm. And in 2010, a band called Taking Dawn covered the song on their album Time to Burn. And not only did they amp up the heft of the guitars with it, they pulled off the vocal harmonies necessary to make the song work. It is a fantastic cover. It gets your head bopping up and down as if like you're listening to almost a, 
slow ACDC meets Alice in Chains meets new metal kind of version of this song. But the vocal harmonies are perfect for it. And they do such a great job. And they're not a household name. And if me mentioning it on this episode will get people to check this cover out and to check this band out a little bit more. Yay, I did it some justice. It is definitely my deepest cut, but one that I felt deserved and warranted a spot on my list because it was so well done. Because if you screw up a song by Fleetwood Mac, it'll be very obvious. Yeah. But they did not. Track five, Taking Dawn, The Chain. Hmm. Well, I'm definitely writing it down because I have not heard that one. So you at least interested one music fan to research. So I think you, that's a win for you. <laughs> awesome. I'll be very curious to hear what you think of it after uh, offline, after we're done recording here. Yeah. It didn't make my list. Sorry, Brian. That's a little bit too deep for me. All right. All right. Well, flipping the side over here, we're going on to side B. Matt, your track six was Aerosmith's Remember Walking in the Sand. Gomez, back to you. Track six. I actually, again, another 80s song. Shocked. Shocked, I say. (laughs) Surprise, surprise on my part. (laughs) But I went with a fun song, and it's Michael Jackson's Smooth Criminal covered by Alien Anthem. Talk about a fun song, man. When you watched... 80s you think of michael jackson's movie moonwalker and you see joe pesci is the bad guy in this thing with his little ponytail props to joe pesci for doing that <laughs> but the music video was unforgettable you have the 1940s he's all dressed up in white with his black little armband on his suit and he does that freaking dance move that lean that he does which is nearly impossible because no one in alien and farm could do it but <laughs> But I got to say, man, they really rocked it. Truly paid homage to Michael Jackson. They even had Bubbles the monkey in the, on the, uh, <laughs> like it might be Bubbles' cousin, Fubbles, who knows. But, you know, they had a monkey paying somewhat of homage to his monkey. You know, great video, awesome song, just a lot of fun. Track six, Alien Ant Farm Smooth Criminal. And I believe on our Twitter feed, Cynthia Kelly at Sin75 posted for that song too for us. Great song. And another honorable mention contender for me. That is a great one. I love that song. It was in and out of my list. And I kind of said, well, that's a little more kind of pop punky. So if we ever did a pop punk covers volume two, I'd easily go back to that one. But it could be hard rock. But I was looking for anything I could do to make this list easier. But I love that song. And it's definitely a contender for me. I couldn't resist. (laughs) I couldn't resist this song. So if I had to list my top 50 cover songs of my favorites, personal favorites, it would be in the top 50. However, I also wasn't sure if that qualified as hard rock. In my mind, I couldn't cross that bridge. And so it is an amazing song. I love everything about it. I love the little Michael Jackson who and and all the things they throw into. I mean, it's such a good cover song. It is one of my favorite songs, but it did not make my hard rock covers list. And I'm kind of annoyed that it didn't, but it is a great song, but it did not make my list. See, that's the thing. This is what's called taking a chance on that. (laughs) It's a great song. It's a great song, but it's like it has that like like Brian's right. It has that pop punk, but it also has that hard rock feel to it, too. Yeah, because when you when they're when they're going with the guitar, you when you're in the bass, when you're hearing da 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 dun dun da da dun dun da da dun 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 dun, they're going hard on that. So that's why I was like, it's called the gamble. That's what it is right now. 
<laughs> Dude, it's a gray area because look, we said it before. Cynthia Kelly chimed in with it as well. So yeah. it, it's kind of subjective, this episode of right. what hard rock is. And, and yep. it's kind of a tough thing to narrow down. So I, I love so. the pick and I, 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 I'll allow it. No. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, you're allowing it. No, I'm allowing it. <laughs> it's good. It's, yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. Moving on to my track six. I'm about to get sexy on you guys now. <laughs> Hope you're ready. Wait, Brian, should I, should I bust out my, sax, my old saxophone? Oh, sure. If you could Please play do. it, I'd love to hear it. Well, I Originally <laughs> recorded by Jerry Rafferty for his 1978 album, City to City, mm. I am going with the Foo Fighters nice. cover of Baker Street. Yes. Good choice. Originally released on their 1998 My Hero UK single, but featured on the 10-year anniversary edition of The Color and The Shape. When you replace an iconic sax line with an electric guitar, you are, as Gomez just said, you're taking a risk. Sure. And it's either going to bomb or it's going to be a knockout. And that is a knockout. Yeah. They did it so well. They amped up the energy, but they still maintained the vibe of the original. And that vibe, when you hear the original, you know what I'm talking about. It's this kind of a darker tune that they were able to put that along with the heft. And I think it really elevates the original just enough. And it fit perfectly on 90s rock radio. Yeah. Shout out on Twitter to Jason Skull and our friends at the Itch Rock Radio and Podcast, who also chimed in with this. Foo Fighters, Baker Street, track six. Great pick, Brian. Foo Fighters did not make my list, but awesome, truly awesome pick. Yeah, it's a it's a really good song. Excellent cover. Again, kind of a different one of those things that makes you wonder about like the Foo Fighters inspirations and and what makes them choose a cover song. And from the beginning, like when the guitars kick in before like the lyrics start and it's sort of discordant and weird, you're like, okay, this is not Jerry Rafferty. This is something different, but it's so good. And and you, I hate to say it, you don't miss the saxophone, the guitar wails. It's, it's a really solid cover. So I, I don't, I didn't have it on my list, but I think it's, it's in the running for honorable mention. I don't know. I miss the saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> All right. Moving on to track seven. Mine was already disclosed with my cover of Rockin' Ammonia and the Boogie Woogie Flu by Aerosmith. Cool. Matt, what do you got? Okay, so my track seven, I started with one cover and then went to a different cover of this song in the course of trying to choose this song. I love this song. The one, the, the version that's most popular is the one I, I ended up going with, but there was a more recent cover by uh, a band called spider bait. It is originally a traditional African-American work song first recorded way back in the thirties by lead belly. It's black Betty by Ram jam. Ooh. Boom. Such a rocking song. Like it just thumps from the moment it starts going it just gets you into a good mood. And and again, it is technically a cover, but there was another cover I was going to go with. And then I pulled back and said, you know what? The most popular version of this song still counts as a cover, and I like it better than the cover of the cover. So that's what I went with. Ram Jam's version of Black Betty. And it's funny you say that because Seven Rocklists, our friends on Twitter based out of Australia, 
chimed in with Spider Bait's version of Black <laughs> Betty. So it's I, a good so one. I got to give them a shout out too, because I mean, we're talking Black Betty here. It's a good one. It's a good one. I think, you know, and I love that song and that's what I was originally working with. And I don't know, I think just the way that Ram Jam just thumped that song, like it's it's got great drums, it's got great guitar. And I think Spider Bait went a little bit like, they had kind of like a banjo in it or something that I still like, but it just, I thought Ram Jam did a great job. I'm just going to go with the, the classic cover. Love it. Love it. Unfortunately, it did not make my list. I only got two songs left here. <laughs> so we're, we're getting thin. Gomez. Well, it did not make my list. It, like you said, it's growing thin on my part. I only got two more songs. Actually. We all have two songs, but they're all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Gomez track seven. All right. So track seven. So this is a band that our departed friend Dom got me into. And it's Lacuna Coil, Enjoy the Silence. Hmm. I'll tell you, Lacuna Coil is just an amazing band. It's an Italian band on top of it. Truly good. They did this song, I thought, really good. Um, Sang it so well. Track seven, Lacuna Coil, Enjoy the Silence. I am not the hugest fan of Depeche Mode. So I didn't think about this version. And I know people probably are just right now getting all offended that I'm not a huge Depeche Mode person. So I'm just giving them time to process <laughs> that. Yeah. Now that they've processed it. I do like this version, but not enough to make it crack my top 10. Matt? It did not make my top 10. Um, I've heard it. I like it. Um, I, I probably would prefer, unfortunately, the Depeche Mode version better, but it's a good song. It did not make my top 10. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't like the Depeche Mode version. Hmm. I thought it was okay, but the way the way they did this song was better. But again, I'm probably going to get crap for that one too, just for saying that. <laughs> I totally get that though, because there are a lot of songs that seem crazy, but because they happened at a certain point in your life or you heard them at a certain time, they connect with you more than mm -hmm. anyone else. So I, I totally understand that. Yeah. All right. Moving right along. We've got five open slots left here on the board. Track eight is wide open. So Matt, what do you got for track eight? Okay. My track eight is another sort of surprise cover. I think this band is, is better known for singing this than the original. Um, it's from 1983. It just rocks. And I think that this song crosses all genres because it's fun and it's loud and it's it's just a great beat and it's got a great sound to it anyway it's quiet riot come on feel the noise cover of the original by slade just love this song that's a great song i love it it just it didn't crack my top 10 but it's a great that's a great one too same here, same here. Uh, I had a chance to meet Frankie Benali years ago. Such an awesome guy, one of the most humble. I got a signed copy of Metal Health on my nice. wall. Such an awesome album. Such an And it's one of those cover songs that, uh, let's be honest, there's people listening right now, whether they want to admit it or not, that are saying, that's a cover song? Exactly. It is. They own and, it. It's Quiet Riot's song now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I feel like the same thing could be said about Joan Jett's I Love Rock and Roll. Cause some people go, that's a cover song, you know, like, right. you know, because they've made it synonymous with them. Yeah. Um, so I absolutely love it, but did not crack my last two choices. But that's another one that's going to be in the running for my honorable mention. All right. Gomez. So, oh, wow. Track eight to close on my list here. 
So, again, you know me, guys. I love my 80s. And I went with probably the most iconic song, which I'm surprised no one has mentioned it yet or talked about it. But I went with Non-Points in the Air Tonight, cover of mm. Phil Collins' version. And, and probably one of my favorite 1980s TV show besides Knight Rider was Miami Vice. Mm-hmm. So going back to the 80s, man, this song was unbelievable the way Phil Collins did this song, okay? Yeah. You're talking this, you know, you're hearing the guitar, you're hearing the way he sings. Everything about it was great. Nonpoint redoes it for the new movie, Miami Vice. Not the greatest movie. It was good, but I wouldn't call it the greatest movie. <laughs> but I thought, you know, Jamie Foxx did awesome playing Tubbs. If what you would call it, if Colin Farrell just got rid of the Fu Manchu look, he would have done better <laughs> as uh, Sonny Crockett. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when Nonpoint did this song, when I heard it during the movie and they were about to go kick some ass, let me tell you, this was a great song. And for me, it lives on. I love hearing it. And I believe my boys at the Itch Rock Radio podcast, and I wouldn't be surprised, but I think maybe KC might have wrote in for this one. But they chose this song, too. That's another tough one for me. I I love this version. This was in and out of my playlist and unfortunately ended up out. So you're probably getting some itch votes there, Gomez. But (laughs) another one that I could, and I've said this probably, what, six times already? Mm -hmm. I mean, there are, like I said, I was probably whittling down 300 songs for this. And this was definitely in the running all the way up to one of the last lists I had. I love the song. It didn't make my list. Matt, you've got only one spot left. So, and this is one that I could actually see closing a cover song playlist. So I'm kind of curious. Did it make yours? It would be a good closer, but it did not make my list. I like the cover. I like that they took a different um, angle with the drums in mm-hmm. the song. Um, it's more of like a tribal drum throughout versus the, you know, the building. Boom, 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 boom. Like, I think it's just different. Yeah. Um, and it's cool. Um I like that cover. It just did not make my list. No. All right. <laughs> Moving on to my track. <laughs> Moving on to my okay, track. Okay, I changed my mind. No. <laughs> okay, here, here, putting it back in. It is closing my list. I go back. <laughs> you just pulled the Gomez. <laughs> my track eight was released as a digital single in 2021. So this is one of the newest songs I'm going to be talking about. Mm. And I enjoyed it so much, it actually cracked my top ten. And there's a reason, though. There's a personal reason behind it. Is this band and this song one of the best hard rock cover songs of all time? No. But I connected with my daughter on it again, and that holds a special place in my heart. So producer Allie introduced me to, as I've heard many, many, many times, and as Gomez had on his list in the Songs of 2021 episode, The Weeknd's Blinding Lights. Yes. Mm. I actually love that as a pop song. It's one of the most catchy infectious pop songs of the last several years easily. However, St. Asonia did a cover of it and it is so awesome that producer Allie, as soon as she heard it, she goes, I dig that more than the weekends version. Hmm. Boom. Hashtag winning. (laughs) My daughter and I are bonding on a song had to make my list. It was so close to making my best songs of 2021 list, but it wasn't on an album. So I used that as a criteria to pull it out. I love this version. It's kind of half-timed, but at the end, they do pay homage to the original pacing of the song. And it's just a fantastic hard rock cover. Gomez, I know it didn't make your list. Matt, I'm 
guessing you didn't close with this one, but would love to hear both of your thoughts on it regardless. First of all, I, I, I like the weekend's version. I did not hear this one yet. Um, but hearing how excited you and producer Ali are into it, that means I'm going to enjoy it. So again, fantastic pick, Bri. Um, I actually am looking forward to hearing this cover of this. I have not heard it either. So I wrote it down because I definitely want to take a listen. I love the the weekend's version. I feel like we should call him the weekend, though. But mm. um, it's a good song. So I'm excited to hear it. But no, it did not make my list. I have not heard that one. I always All learn right. something on these shows. Ah, that's what I love about it. I, I, I like there's <laughs> always some there's always songs popping up where you're like, yeah. ooh, I got to I got to go back and listen to that one. Mm-hmm. Mine so far tonight is I want to go back and hit the yeah, the Johnny be good. <laughs> <laughs> I was probably seven octaves lower on that one, but you yeah, know you that. were. But nice try, though. It was a good <laughs> thank effort. You, thank you. Gomez, your track 10 was Disturbs Lands of Confusion. Yes, sir. Matt, you and I each have a track 10. Odds on it being the same one or. Kind of small because, yeah, but who knows? We've had some crossovers tonight. We've had two trifectas tonight. It's anyone's game here. What do you got for us? Track 10. Okay. So my track 10 is, is my sentimental pick sort of, uh, I had to include the, include this song because, uh, especially as like a wrap up, because I think it kind of, it fits as a wrap up song. This is one of my co-pilots favorite bands. He, Jace on the X Radio X podcast, Loves Kiss. And the thing that I think was so cool, one of our podcasts, he forgot that they actually covered a song on the Love Gun album from 1977. They play, they do a great job with it. It is, And Then She Kissed Me by Kiss. It's a great song. If you haven't heard it, it's it's so cool that, that Kiss did a cover song and I got to surprise Jace on the podcast about it. So that is my track 10 kiss. And then she kissed me. Oh, I'm sure you're getting a lot of votes for that one. <laughs> yeah, I think you are. Great, great pick. Kiss has a, a, a few cover songs sprinkled throughout the years. They do. But this was an interesting one and it works. Yeah. It doesn't sound like it would work, but it does. Right. And it's not my track 10, nor is kiss, but I do love the pick. Well, you know, my tracks are done, but unfortunately... <laughs> But it's a great, I remember hearing that song and that, that is a good song. You're, you are correct on that, sir. All right. Thanks. All right. My track 10 closing us out for the night was originally recorded by black Sabbath for their 1970 album paranoid. Mm. And if you're going to cover a black Sabbath tune, you better not mess it up. And faith no more on 1989's the real thing (laughs) did not mess it up. They made it their own. They brought the Faith No More sound to it, and they made it just as epic as the original. And it's a song where I was able to play it for my father, and he was able to play me the Black Sabbath version. Again, that parent-child bonding over music. Mm. We both like both versions. And I just felt like Faith No More was one of those bands that I really wanted to talk about tonight, because this cover, you could screw it up really easy. but. Man, Mike Patton's vocals on it are perfect. I want to give a shout out on Twitter to Eric, Time to Get Ill, who chimed in with War Pigs, as well as Cynthia Kelly, who chimed in with Faith No More's awesome cover of the Commodore's Easy. That was a little too slow Mm -hmm. to close out my list. And plus, 
War Pigs is an eight-minute epic anthem with the closing, with the guitar <laughs> solo, with everything else. I felt it was manic enough to close out this hard rock playlist. Oh, yeah. I would have seen you closing that one out, though. Yeah, so <laughs> track 10, Faith No More, War Pigs. I know you guys are all closed out, but if you want to chime in on it, feel free. Brian, that's another great song. Again, it's if I had a track of 20, it would be in there, but Faith No More is just a truly awesome band, so you can't go wrong with that pick either. Yeah, I agree 100%. And and that song and Easy was on my list. Also, their cover of I Started a Joke was on my list for a while, but it was they're, they're It's crazy that they even covered that because they did it straight. They did not make it edgy. They just did a very slow ballad of the Bee Gees, I Started a Joke. So those three songs were <laughs> bouncing around. And if you haven't heard any of them, you definitely need to check them out because they do a faithful rendition of each of those songs equally. War Pigs is amazing. I love that you used the pun and you said that it was epic. That's a great I was hoping somebody would catch it. Good choice. It's it's a great choice. I, I'm not sure what my uh, what my honorable mention is going to be now. Great choice. Well, too bad, because now we are about to pick our honorable mentions. And Matt, being our esteemed guest, you're up first. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> All right. Wow, he, just, he just screwed you. <laughs> well, I was uh, well prepared for this, gentlemen. Uh, so I'm going to say that my honorable mention is Faith No More War Pigs. Got to go with it. It is such an amazing song. And and you're right. The, the vocal is fantastic. It is truly epic, even more so than the song epic. So that's that's my honorable mention. All right. Gomez. Uh, so, you know, you, you really threw a monkey wrench on this one, Brian. <laughs> but I, I'm going to I will. <laughs> oh, no, I, see what, I see what you're doing there. I think I see where you're going with this, Gomez. <laughs> <laughs> God. God, what did I just do? <laughs> Whatever, but I am not gonna go with Faith No More. I am actually gonna go with Metallica Whiskey in the Jar, man. Whoa! Oh, I thought you were going with Foo Fighters after so the monkey I. thing. <laughs> I know. That's why I threw that in there. <laughs> Fantastic, the curveball. I yeah, I had to th- I had to throw that in there, man. <laughs> but I I truly love the Metallica Whiskey in the Jar. It brings back some awesome memories for me. This song. Tip of the hat to Matt on that one. Nice. All right. I'm going to complete the trifecta of hat tipping Gomez, and I'm going to tip my hat to you, and I'm going to go with Nonpoint in the air tonight. Mm. Nice. Nice. Uh, that's a great It was between that at the end of the day and Bad Company by Five Finger Death Punch, but the tribal beat and in the air tonight, it really, it, it's a great one. I love it. And I couldn't think of a Nonpoint pun except what a day we're having on this episode. <laughs> The only one I could come up with. Yeah, but you like my monkey wrench effort, though. Yeah, you had me. You really had me. I, I, I threw both of you off on that one. I, I totally. And you totally. know what? I gotta say, man, I just thought of it right there and then. It's nice. Bravo. Thank Bravo. you. Thank you. Improvising on the go. All right. Before we go through our playlists in their entirety, I want to give a few Patreon shout-outs to songs that were not talked about tonight dr owens 901 chimed in with the charm city devils man of constant sorrow tim mckay chimed in with motley cruz smoking in the boys room dude good one chael has a lot chael has a ton <laughs> eric chael chimed in with billy idol's money money which was 
bopping in and out of my list because I love that version. And then this yeah. version too, I truly loved. Shine Down, Simple Man. You had mm-hmm. Sid Vicious is My Way, which I would have put more nah. towards the punk episode, but yeah. that's fine. I love it. Jason in the Scorchers, Country Roads. That's a good one. Faster Pussycats, You're So Vain. Tesla's mm-hmm. Signs. Led yes. Zeppelin's You Shook Me. These are all incredible. David Lee Smith also chimed in with Jakey e. Lee's Rock Candy, which was the Montrose song. And Brad chimed in with I Prevail, which was their cover of Taylor Swift's Blank Space. All awesome. I mean, wow. Damn, this was a hard up. We could easily do hard rock covers 2.0, and oh, yeah. I would have no problem coming up with another 10. Being that we're discussing this, I was just about to throw that up in the air. Matt, if we did this again, would you join us for 2.0? Anytime, you guys. I would love it. All right. He's going to go, no, I'm no, done. You, you guys <laughs> suck. That would have been more funny. <laughs> it would have been. Actually, you never know. Hey, no, no, thank you. I got to wash my hair that night. I don't... <laughs> All right. So you heard it, folks. We're going to work on Hard Rock Covers 2.0 because let me tell you, even though we, we're not going to be able to say every single Twitter, but all the Twitter chime-ins. We six even... pages. Six wow. we're not friggin' even... pages, pages of chime-ins. It's amazing. So we named a few, but let me tell you, we didn't even scratch the surface on these guys. Um, we definitely have to do a 2.0. And, man, there's a couple. Oh my God, I didn't even think that was one. Never mind. Uh, yeah, don't, don't mention them now. Let's save no, them no. for 2.0. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we will figure out when we're going to do that. And I cannot wait now for 2.0. Nice. All right. Well, now's the time to go through our playlists one by one so everyone can hear our hard rock covers playlist in its entirety. Matt, kick things off. All right. Off. So I started with track one to get the cowbell rolling with Hair of the Dog by Guns N' Roses. Track two, Disturbed Land of Confusion. Uh, track three was Metallica Whiskey in the Jar. Track four, Van Halen, You Really Got Me. Track five, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, Crimson and Clover. Track six was Aerosmith, Remember, Walking in the Sand. Track seven, Ram Jam, Black Betty. Track eight, Quiet Riot, Come On, Feel the Noise. Track nine, Judas Priest, The Green Manalishi with the Two-Prong Crown. And track 10 was Kiss, And Then She Kissed Me. And my honorable mention was War Pigs from Faith No More. Gomez. Track one, I gotta go with a little Limp Biscuit with Faith. Track two, Aerosmith Run DMC Walk This Way. Track three, the, the, the surprise for everybody, Judas Priest, Johnny Be Good. Track four, Seethers, Careless Whispers. Track five, my last second entry, Five Finger Death Punch, Bad Company. <laughs> Track six, Alien Ant Farm, Smooth Criminal. Track seven, Lacuna Coils, Enjoy the Silence. Track eight, the hard rock and non-point in the air tonight. Track nine, truly a master her vocals, Hailstorm, Shoot the Thrill. And ending out my track 10, Disturbed Land of Confusion, with my awesome honorable mention, Metallica whiskey in the jar. All right. And I kicked mine off with track one, Van Halen's You Really Got Me. Track two, Hailstorm, Slave to the Grind. Track three, Rage Against the Machine, The Ghost of Tom Joad. Track four, Bullet for My Valentine, Radioactive. Track five, Taking Dawn, The Chain. Track six, Foo Fighters, Baker Street. Track seven, Aerosmith, Rockin' Pneumonia and the Boogie Woogie Flu. Track eight, St. Asonia, Blinding Lights. Track nine, Disturbed, Land of Confusion. 
and track 10 faith no more's war pigs with my honorable mention being non-points in the air tonight we had two trifectas tonight one at the band level being aerosmith and one at the song level which is insane disturbs land of confusion and now playlisters we turn it over to you head over to playlistwarspodcast.com visit the hard rock covers page and vote for which one of us you think got it right now matt before we close up shop for the evening why don't you tell people all about x radio x and where they can find you and jace and what you guys got going on here in 2022 all right. So Jason and I do a podcast. It's called X Radio X, where we talk about music and the history of radio and song lyrics. And we dive into the dirty stuff about artists and songs and what people were thinking when they write the music that they write. And we have a lot of fun in the process. Um, we also interview a lot of our former um, DJ friends, current friends, but former DJs that we've worked with in college radio and in professional radio. So it's a little bit radio talk, a little, a lot of music talk, and it's a lot of fun. Um, you can find us anywhere that you get your podcasts. So uh, give us a try. All right. Well, Matt, thank you so much for joining us again. And we look forward to doing some more covers tunes with you down the line here in 22. Oh, my gosh. So punk covers was fantastic. I would say this one was fantasticer. <laughs> Hashtag fantasticer. fantasticer. There we go. Oh, my God. I'll throw another monkey wrench in there. Why don't we? <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, again, folks, playlisters, friends, podcast family, everybody, thank you for everything you guys have done with us. Matt, thank you for jumping in again with this awesome episode of Hard Rock Covers. I cannot now wait for Hard Rock Covers 2.0. I'll be there. Yeah, we're definitely going to discuss dates on this one. And Brian, as usual, man, my definitely my partner in crime, my right-hand man on this. You definitely make this show rock, man. You are the true engineer of this, and I can't thank you enough. And I want to thank everyone for listening tonight. We will see you next time when a new battle takes place on Playlist Wars. Good night, everybody. You can find Playlist Wars on Facebook and Twitter at Playlist Wars, on Instagram at Playlist Wars Podcast, on email at playlistwars at gmail.com, or via voicemail at 201-644-6498. That's 201-644-6498. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave a five-star review and be sure to tell a friend or multiple friends about the show. Until next time, thanks for listening.